I'm not the most muscular man in this flat right now. That honour belongs to another. It must be Friday. It's Please Don't Hug Me. Show 54, we're growing old and we don't like it. This is me, Daniel Ruiz Tyson, and joining me here in SW8 this evening, as always, a vegetarian, Mickey Boyd. How yes, are you, yes. Yes, very well, very well. How did the whole veggie diet thing go? Meat-free week, it was hard. I found it very hard, very stressful. And um, I must say, my energy levels are a bit, you know, a bit low. And I look a bit shabby, don't I? <laughs> you, you look shabby, and I'm assuming your low energy levels are behind your late arrival this evening. No, that was down to traffic in uh, sunny South London, Daniel, which I think you don't know much about. <laughs> I don't drive. I we, all, we all know that. I know. Um, you, you're on the road a lot. How hard is it, or how hard have you found it to be for a, a vegetarian, albeit a one-week <laughs> vegetarian, yeah. uh, to, to eat on the road? Because it's, it's obviously easy. very easy to grab a kebab, a burger. No, I don't eat rubbish like that anyway. Okay. What were you What were you eating as a as a vegetarian on the road? Fruit, fruit, fruit. Yeah, and the occasional uh, protein bar, which has got a skimming of chocolate on it. But that was about it. Does that tea taste as bad as your face suggests it does? I'm not a big tea fan. No, fair I'm not a big tea yeah, fan. So you just pulled a face I there. I just had to pull th- uh, put three sweeteners in your cup of tea. I've yeah, never come across that before. I know. I do live life uh, on the edge, don't I, Dan? Um, so, did you stick to your vegetarian yes. diet, or was it because you were smiling? Well, was, this another, was this another Facebook thing? No, not at all. Not at all. I took this. This whole thing was very serious, and from the moment I left your uh, abode last week, that was me done. It was all like salad wraps, fruit and veg, stuff like that. Basically, just veg like on a Sunday, I had veg instead of like meat with it, and it was all right. And and uh, I was a little bit windy, <laughs> oh, bit windy, and uh, you know like, I don't feel. My normal self, I must say, I do, I do think, I, I, the one thing I did miss was chicken. How did Mrs. Boydie deal with your uh, Oh, she just found diet. it hysterical, yeah. She just laughed at it. Last week, uh, we cited the example of uh, Michaela Strachan. Yeah, or Michaela. <laughs> Michaela Strachan, and I, I kind of uh, refer to how she'd aged badly. I did get uh, an email from a listener oh. chastising me over that, saying that apparently uh, Michaela Strachan uh, has had uh, well-known anorexia issues. In the past, oh, well, there you go. explain... Yeah. Yeah. why she looks a bit weathered yeah. um, poor girl there yeah, you are poor, poor, girl. poor girl's got a condition and you're just looking at the superficial shallow stuff will you be doing this again in future no no in a word no you've missed your meat yes I've missed my meat I'm sure there's uh, many people there who have missed their meat and I missed my meat this week when did this end? Is it still ongoing? Or no, it, it, well, it, it will end after night? this. Okay. After this show. So what, what are you going to be eating tonight? I'll have a chicken, I'll have um, a tandoori chicken sandwich from Sainsbury's. That's what I've targeted, and that's what I'll be having. Uh, coming up on this week's show, uh, we'll be talking about self-dentistry decorating a late 80s football magazine on the ball with Mick and Dan. Uh, and at what age do you start preparing for the end? When do you start shutting email accounts down and shredding private papers uh, so if you listen to last week's show uh, which is still available on our blog pdhm.wordpress.com you'll know this is the uh, second of four planned shows where we're trying out a new, uh, new donations model uh, mixed results last week you can open the biscuits make if you want this is this is no, my territory right. here no you're right go on uh, here's how it works basically uh, 10 minutes of each show will be going free on itunes every week but if you want to listen to the whole show it's only available on the blog 
and we're asking our listeners to make a donation to each show. Uh, we didn't just spring this on people, we had posted in the last couple of months and the feedback uh, to this was positive. Uh, what happened last week is not many listeners actually donated, but what we ended up with was a number of very big donations from a, a small number of individuals. Uh, and we ended up returning over £200 in donations. Basically anything that came in over £20 we returned. We uh, appreciated the donations, but uh, I don't know, we don't want benefactors really. I know that there are some people who can afford to give out this kind of money, and I'm sorry uh, if you were offended that we returned the money. That wasn't the uh, intention. I love I love the emphasis on we, because if I'd had my way, I'd have kept it. Yeah, you have been <laughs> chastising me before the show, haven't you? Yeah, just a bit, yeah. Um, what we're looking for is we're looking for this to become a sustainable going concern from show to show, or if you want to pay for a bunch of shows up front, great. Uh, but, you know... Uh, we're not looking, or you know, to, to to get these massive donations from individuals, um, and then we don't hear from these people for a year. We're not looking to get stupidly rich here. We're just looking for each show to to pay for itself, cover our costs, um, and anything left over goes back into the show. Or what sandwich did you say you're having tonight? Oh, chicken tandoori. Chicken tandoori. Sorry, yeah. Okay. You tried to catch me out, there, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so please make a donation. The donation button is on our blog, and if you don't already have one, uh, setting up a PayPal account is uh, very easy. Even you've set one up. Yes, even I've set one up, Daniel. That's true. Um, uh, subscription uh, model uh, kind of looms on the horizon if, uh, if if we don't get this working. Um, the Days of Free podcast are over, I'm afraid to say. Uh, we did over 100 of these. Well, I did over 100 of these, Yeah. Uh, and I can't do... Uh, any more free work. Thanks to everyone who did support last week's show with donations. That's the boring Bob Geldof pleading out of the way. Uh, 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 you look a bit like Bob Geldof, don't you? Do I? Yeah. I, I like to think I'm dressed better than him today. No, you are actually, to be fair. <laughs> what I needed there really is for you to pick up on the sound that I just made a couple of minutes ago. I, I didn't know I didn't know if that was like involuntary, you know, maybe a May bit, have of, been a, involuntary, bit yeah. of Tourette's. I didn't want to sort of like take the mickey out of you a little bit, you know. You've been decorating this week, haven't you? Yeah, I have, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the white stuff on your beard, is that paint or is that just... Uh, That's just poliosis. Po- poliosis, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you like, yeah. No, it is, yeah. It was very tough this week, very tough week. We've covered the... Uh, I think you've talked about decorating before. Obviously, this seems to be a regular thing in your life. <laughs> You're joking, isn't you? It's, no, but it is when it comes around, I make such a song and dance about it, it just seems to dominate. You know, I hate it. Hate it with a passion. What were you doing this week? Um, decorating my daughter's bedroom. How active are you on the decorating front? Is it Mrs. Boydy driving everything? Yeah, of course she it the is. Vision? No, it's vision. You joke, it's like it's the blind leading the blind, basically. So what exactly were you doing? Was it just a paint just job? Just paint job, yeah. Paint job, uh, new carpets, uh, take it all out, put it back in, job done, really. And again, between the two of us, we make such a, a song and dance about it. It makes it seem so much harder than what it really should be. Surprise for your daughter? Or did yeah, she, she was over the moon. No, she was okay. over the moon, yeah. She was away on a school trip, so... Does the room look very different? Now? Yeah, it does look a bit. It's a tiny room, don't get me wrong, but it looks different. But if, you know, what always gets my goat is adverts, you know, for different paint companies, and it always looks so bloody easy, doesn't it? You know, and uh, even other people, you go around there, I say, oh, we done this, we done that, and I'm like, how, how can you do that and not be so stressed out? By the end of it, I've got like knots in my neck and shoulders. I hate it. it just drives you do me all the uh, whatever you then you yeah. get rid of the old. Uh, nah. Paint originally nah. scraping nah. stuff off. You know me too you well, Dan. Yeah, it, it all depends. If it's bad, I'll sand some of it down and then paint over it. But in general, if I can get away with it, I will. As you were painting your daughter's uh, room, um, do you think back to what you were like as a kid? Was that kind of stuff ever done for you? Or yeah. is, there, is there an element of that? Nah. Nah, of course it was decorated, yeah. But I had a brother who was very good at decorating, to be fair to him. Very good. And um, he, would just, he could knock a room out in uh, a day, day or two. Very good. 
as we said focused. last week, you, you you just grew up across the road. Yeah. Um, how many rooms was that? Did you share with your brother? Three bedrooms, yeah. No, yeah, until my sister left, yeah. Okay. How, what, there is a considerable age difference between you and your brother, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. What, 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 what are you? Is, copper? <laughs> well, yeah. What is that? What Fucking is it? Seven, Bill? seven, eight years? No, 12 years. 12 years. 12 Why? years, yeah. So he, he'd come in after being at, you know, doing his thing. And, uh, and you'd, be, you'd be 11 years old shaving. <laughs> <laughs> very good Daniel now I'd be about 6 he'd be about 18 so you know it's quite a big mix and you know, like, he'd come in like stinking of booze and all the rest of it and I'd be sort of there with a load of teddies around my bed as the, you do the decorating's all done now is it yeah okay yeah, it's all so it's just the one room yeah and the one room's been stressing you out like yeah. this and I you, hate it you chose the week that you were decorating to go veggie as well yeah exactly thank you Daniel what a bad move on my behalf has there ever been a, a I'm, I'm kind of, obviously I've noticed that again, there are no notes on your part, so I'm trying to desperately think up some questions here. You did promise right. that you could pad this item out. I am padding it out. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm Dude, struggling here. You're struggling, but I look very relaxed, don't I? Um, uh, are there any more plans, a, 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 any more decorating? Uh, help me out here. Tell me up, Porky Pig. Um, basically, we're going to do the hall landing next. Right. That's what I'm going to do next. And I think I'm gonna, what I'm going to do this time is really like take my time over it and do it properly really yeah i really am going to take my time over it I'm why has that not happened before because i'm lazy okay well um, i know that yeah exactly and that is true in every aspect of my life i'm very lazy and i procrastinate too much and if there's something decent on the box i'd rather watch that than do a bit of painting but I, i'm not i'm well, you think how hard is it painting let's be honest get a roller boom 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 job done but i'm just bone idle are we talking also about refurbishing the place as well? You, you you decorate a place and you start getting new furniture. It's just a simple, Not, straightforward. Just redecorate it a minute, yeah. Because you know where the daughter's at an age now where she's out of the baby stuff, but she's not quite a teenager. So you've got to be, you know, just it's sort of mid middle of it. It's just like basic stuff. But when she gets a bit older, I suppose it will be a bit more teenagery. If there is such a word. Well, if there isn't, there is now. Just, there is. is. Copyright me, teenagery. Okay, that's the uh, 10 free minutes up. That'll be going up on iTunes. You can catch up with the full show on PD, uh, PDHM. I'll say it. PDHM. Dot. Dot com. <laughs> dot WordPress. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is a disgrace. www.pdhm. Ca- catch up with... Nobody says www. You're doing my world. Catch up with the full show on pdhm.wordpress.com. We'll see you over there. Think you're still with us? What's that? Right, he's so on the ball, isn't he? He's, he's so on the ball. Do you think these people are still with us? Do you yeah, think of course still... they are. Of course they are. Right, you're confident. Positive. That's why I'm so. Con- I can't believe you asked me that question. Well, I've just. Uh, I mean, that, that we weren't really pad. <laughs> what? We weren't really padding out that decorating item, was it? Well, well I'm just telling we? the truth. I'm padding that. I mean, I just tell the truth, Daniel. <laughs> I see it as it is. I am the Woodrow Wyatt of the podcasting world. The voice of reason. The voice of truth. The voice of honesty. The voice of non-decorating Britain. We've just seen a man do a wee, haven't we? We have. We have. <laughs> right, right opposite me. Brilliant. Well, well, explain what was going on, because I couldn't see properly. Well, there was a man on his back balcony in my old flats. Not in my old flat, but on the same balcony I used to live on. It's a bit of a confusing thing to say, but on his back balcony, he uh, was having a cigarette, and he proceeded to get out of his member and urinate into what seems to be a, a flower pot, which is very strange, considering they've got a toilet inside there. I know they have. And you didn't stop looking, did you? No, no. 
I'll, I'll look at his technique. A uh, couple of emails uh, from listeners on the uh, he- heavily padded out decorating item. Uh, Pete, no one should like decorating, but I do. It's a form of therapy. Good radio is essential. CDs are too short in case you get stuck up the ladder when that song you hate comes on. Mm. iPod leads just get snagged in something, so it has to be radio and decent radio at that. No Colin Murray or Chappers allowed. No crap talk, talk sport gobshite discussion either. Then get cracking, stopping only for two. No lardy da drinks, 12 hour days until it's done. And then it's great to look at a freshly painted room and have a sense of achievement. Something I rarely get from other activities. I've even decorated in California for friends, but I wouldn't recommend it as American paint is shit. Um, what do you mm. listen to? You got a radio going on? or Yeah, uh, iPod. Put on the iPod dock. Okay. And I'll back up Peter about the American paint because I know my brother who lives in America, he's always coating off American products, i.e. tools, paint, varnishes, this, that, the other. He says he's poor, poor uh, standard over there. But um, yeah, no, iPod dock for me and some classic tunes from my iPod. Better Weller? Love a bit of Weller. Uh, Colin, uh, Crimson Avenger, uh, got in touch about the decorating. I hear you lads are talking about decorating this week. I don't mind telling you decorating fills me with dread. When I lived on my own and before I was married, a quick lick of paint and everything was hunky-dory. How I wish for those times when any decorating has to be done. Now, I say this as it seems the wife is an expert on all things DIY and loves to point out any blemish or fingerprint to me so my nerves are shot within 10 minutes. It is impossible to do a decent job to satisfy the other half. It makes no odds that you are not a painter and decorator by trade as you still have to achieve you're just saying yes to everything aren't you just i'll tell you what i'm I'm giving a a hug to colin over the cyberspace because i know exactly what i've been i've had that for years colin continues i'm afraid michelangelo would have had it tough with mrs avenger Mm. and i'm afraid the sistine chapel ceiling may not have ever been completed also Mm. everything has to be painted magnolia i'm a printer i know a bit about color schemes and stuff but i'm afraid my opinion counts for zero. Mrs. Avenger has eyes like a hawk when it comes to decorating. I once maintained that I had painted a ceiling when I hadn't really. I lasted two <laughs> days before she interrogated me into submission and I told her that I hadn't done it as I didn't think it needed doing and it didn't. Big mistake. I think I had to make my own pack up for a week after that faux pas. Now I just say get a man in. It's a lot less bother and his standards don't have to be as high as what I'm expected to achieve. I can't, I'll tell you what, Colin, he's just, everything he said there, I, I totally agree with. My miss is exactly the same. She drives me mad. You know, everything. She's standing there and she'll make you, you know, like this, that, the other. Well, do it yourself then. You know what I mean? Does and she get involved? She, yeah, she does most of it, to be fair to her. Do you think it's just a way of you two spending time together? I mean, you've been married 25 years. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely way to spend time together, isn't it? Yeah, great. I love it. Let's go back to, <coughs> excuse me. Ah! That's good. I wanted you to respond to the earlier sound as yeah, well. Yeah, no, but I thought that was actually an illness. I thought he was having a stroke or something. I actually took a phone call today from someone, and I think I'm so used to not talking to people that my throat was playing up. Thankfully, the woman bailed me out. She said, oh, that happens to me as well. Oh, bless. Yeah, she does smoke 40 caps in a day. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's go back to 1987 now, Mick. It's the fifth year. Clapham College, our school in Battersea. We're seven to eight months away from being the first year to sit the GCSE exams. I take delivery of my first typewriter and decide I'll launch a magazine. Mm. But I need someone with me. I need someone who's going to put the work in. Yes. I need someone charismatic. Yes. Uh, and the unimaginatively titled Mick and Dan on the Ball is launched to well, great acclaim. Who, who, put, who, who come up with a title, me or you? I can't remember. This you. Is, it's, I have a... My memories of this period are quite vague. Mm, and me. Um, I've just seen what we might be able to piece together. What do you, I mean, it was our final year at school. It was a bit of a grim year. We, there was only two years left at school. School, yeah. Uh, in terms of school was closing, closing down, down, so yeah. there was a year below us, and that was it. It was basically, yeah. we were in this big building. Yeah. 
um, at a school that when we started in 1983 had 1,100 pupils, now had about 200. So it was a yeah. very strange Yeah, it was horrible. Place. No, no one a bully, was there? No, we, we lost out a big opportunity to extort money off like third, second and first years, didn't we? Hmm. And also, well, you're agreeing with that. I was saying it in an ironic fashion. <laughs> you wanted to bully young children. You're a disgrace, yeah. Bruce Tyson. Yeah. No, but when it comes to the, the magazine, I remember I did a lot of work, a lot of research. I used to, I used to sit there and you know like, put articles together. You would poo-poo a lot of them. You know, I'm doing like 2,000, 3,000 word <laughs> articles and you'd, you'd throw them in the bin, and, you know, slap me around the face and throw them in the bin. I was also doing my coursework and, you know, and I found it a very big struggle. Plus, I was holding the um, school football team together. Which and was try- falling apart, really. Yeah, it was falling apart. And I was trying to break into the South London team. wasn't quite good enough. And also, you know, my sprinting um, throne was on you, the you wane. Just, you just won your second back-to-back title, hadn't you? Yes, I had, yeah. But I was then, you know, like a little bit of weight started to come on me. And I think I was in a bit of jeopardy. And I broke my leg and all, I remember. So I had it all going on, you know. And I was, I was submitting these fantastic articles about why Luton and what Watford shouldn't be uh, classes. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah classes yeah. of London... A London club, which I still maintain to this day, and you were just slapping me in the face with my uh, ten pages of football. Uh, well, I remember journalism. I didn't have a home phone, so basically all the stories, everything was put together during school hours when we should yeah. have been uh, studying. Yeah. Um, I remember that I used to write it or type it up. I think actually before the typewriter, there were a few issues where it was just hand handwritten. Yeah, yeah. Which was a lot easier in a way. Yeah. Um, and I'd do that on a Monday night. And it'd come out on a Tuesday. Tuesday was the day I was always guaranteed to be in school because I needed to use the photocopier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> naturally, it was another unequal partnership where I did the bulk of the work. Well, yeah, no, you did, no, you did the, all the editing because of you were the one who put it all together. But I did most of the writing. <laughs> really? Yes, really. Um, I remember uh, we had a quiz, and one of the kids in our class, uh, who we won't name, but uh, probably a scene of one of your finest fights. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you never liked the guy. No. Um, I remember he disputed. We had a we used to have a quiz on the final page, and uh, it was actually the bit I found hardest to do when I was typing it up because you know if you get a magazine and they have the quiz answers, but they have them upside down. Oh right, yeah. And yeah. I was really struggling how to get the answers written upside down or typed upside down. But the question uh, that he disputed uh, was uh, Lineker's England debut. Um, you know, uh, no, when he got his first England goal, right. he got his first England goal in 1985 against the Republic, Republic of Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the question was when did he make his England debut? And right. the kid said it was against the Republic of Ireland. It wasn't. It wasn't. He no. played against Scotland the previous summer as a yeah. sub. I'm going to a massive argument. The thing is, though, you and I, we really knew our football. Yeah, back then I we did. We really yeah. did know our football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like an encyclopedia, and I know obviously you was. But it's, it, well, the interesting thing about me and you is, it's through the early '90s you sort of like stayed and got even more involved through your work and all the rest of it. Whereas I went on the on the booze, and it's sort of blurred to me. I don't know much at all. Like you extolled the virtues of the AC Milan team, yeah, mm. and I'm going, yeah, yeah. I ain't got a clue. I've not got a clue. I've, I've very limited knowledge at all, you know. And like, but when we were about 15, 16, we were almost on par, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, we we we, we used to love uh, Harry Harris, Mike yeah. Langley, all these uh, all these hacks. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Papers would get passed around the class, the Mirror or the Sun. Sun, yeah. Um, I used, uh, used to I, love, I used to love the Observer, didn't I? I was, no, yeah, was going to say, all yeah. the Today newspaper. Yeah, I, mean, I did like uh, Today, yeah. London Lad was the big draw. Uh, yeah. Your alter ego. Explain how the London Lad came about. I, I remember drawing him because I would draw his uh, 
his picture every week. Yeah. He had his own column. He had his own page. It was the most. It was a big draw of the magazine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he had the perm, the Tony Woodcock kind of perm, the goatee. Yeah. There was no. It was the chin strap as you chin strap. It. There was yeah, no tash. No tash. But what was the idea behind him? It was just. It was like a larger than life uh, character of himself, wasn't he? Really. He was a, a bit, bit of a gobshite. Wasn't he, he was basically yeah, just a gobshite. You know, a bit of a basically, I suppose in today's terms, he'd be a mockney, wouldn't he? Hmm. It was a bit. It was all a bit too much. And on Twitter, um, there's oh, a, he, would have, he would have been great on Twitter. Yeah, he would have been lad. great. But I think there's there's a, a guy on Twitter at the moment. I can't. I don't know his address, but he, he's um, a parody of Harry Redknapp, and that's what the London oh, lad I would be I've, like. Yeah, but yeah. London lad would be like that if he was like an adult today. I can't remember how it came to an end. It, I, it petered out, I think, around the spring of '88. We kept it going because I, I I remember that I would also type up uh, European results. Yeah. Um, and I think Madrid won the Spanish League that season. The Milan team, interestingly, was actually on the rise because I would also type up Italian results three or four years before because I'd get them from Shoot or Match magazine, <laughs> and it was a few years before Italian football was being shown on TV. So I think it ran into about the spring of '88. Um, Can I just ask, why was you doing Italian and Spanish results even? Like, you know why? Because I used to I used to have a little mate. He was six years younger than me. He was like a little brother, and they went to Spain in '85. And I would write him. I was pen pals with him for years, and I would actually just um, write the football results because oh, right, they weren't okay. easy to get hold of back yeah, in those yeah, days. I suppose, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. um, I realised though recently when I was thinking about this, it was a bit like "Please Don't Hug Me" when we were recording from the hotel, and that I put my life into something, so I wasn't dealing with the shit that was going on around me. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, my first uh, nose job came in the first few weeks of the GCSEs, and when I came back, yeah. I'd missed about three weeks of school. And I saw all the coursework, and I just didn't fancy it. And yeah. from then, I was convinced that I would fail. And of course, I did, did. fail. Yeah. yeah. But I threw myself into this this magazine as a way of just not dealing with it. And yeah, it was so a horrible yeah. time because we were. I mean, I only got entered into four exams. I don't know how many you ended up with. You had a 15. job secured though. Before. Yeah, fifteen. I had about fifteen. 15. Yeah. yeah, yeah, about fifteen. And I think I landed up with about thirteen GCSEs or so. I can't remember. Um, I didn't know you had a nose job around that time. No? Yeah, eighty six. Uh, I was actually. It was a it was a strange time. It was about September '86. It was around the time that your dad uh, passed away. Oh, we, right, we, that's we, we, did. we yeah. didn't see each other for a while. I remember. I came back. You'd gone. Or, oh, or right. Vice okay. Versa. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I don't remember it. Um, yeah. I, I think Mrs. Lee gave me about thirty or forty house points for 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 coping with my first nose job rather well. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think became of the the guys behind the magazine? What do you what, what do you think they got up to in the end? What the two guys, Mick yeah, and Dan? Yeah, yeah. What do you think became of them? I think. One became a frustrated writer, and the other one became an overweight cabbie. You reckon? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> You're listening to a show, 54, Please Don't Hug Me. Uh, ways to get in touch with the show, you can get in touch via email, pdhm at westegg1607.co.uk. You can follow us on Twitter at Please Don't Hug Me. Uh, other ways to be in touch with the show, you can like the Facebook page, can't you, Mick? You can like the Facebook page. And uh, we've got the blog, uh, pdhm.wordpress.com. And you can call my mobile on 07563. That's for the ladies only, though. Ladies only. Uh, self-dentistry, Mick, you want to talk about self-dentistry this week, good or bad? Bad, isn't it, really? It's bad, because it, I've got a terrible admission to make here. I've got a bit of plaque, or plaque or plaque? Plaque. plaque. What do you call it? Plaque? Plaque. 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 Percy Plaque. Didn't that, that, do you remember that play? Uh, the theatre, travelling theatre group used to go around in the 70s. Oh, early yeah, I, mean, yeah I really remember. I've been asleep since then, Dan. <laughs> Percy yeah. Plaque. Been asleep tonight. Yeah, yeah Percy Plaque. Oh, how rude. How rude are you? 
Uh, Percy, yeah, I've got a little bit of plaque at the back, and it's a legacy of my bad dietary days when I was a meat eater. Down the, <laughs> down the back. A, I've never liked that false laugh. Mm. Why did you have to bring the false I didn't laugh? Do a false laugh. You just did the false laugh. That was genuine. Laugh. That, was, that like, was genuine. I know when you it's a false laugh. Anyway, you don't okay. Know, no, no. We're padding uh, this out again. You're so we're, rude. we're padding out all your items. You're, there's loads of content out there. So no, but I've got to get. I've got to try. My, my niece got me a scraper before, and I've I've found out a new technique how to get rid of it. But I'm really worried about doing it in case I pull my tooth out by doing it. We've got a picture actually from Stuart, who's uh, via Twitter. He's he sent us a picture. It's uh, funny you should say that, which is here. Yeah. Uh, I think a scraper yeah. he saw in Italy. Uh, yeah. In Italy, a market stall in Bologna was selling these. Haven't tried home dentistry yet though. I think that's the second time we may have seen Stuart's fingernails. Very good fingernails. Very yeah. clean. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very clean. But uh, so you're talking about getting one that's of these? That's it. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, why not just go to the dentist? You've been enough times. Yeah, but yeah, I don't mind going. But at the end of the day, if I could do it myself. Mm. I think it's that it's that buzzing noise of like the click. You know what I mean? And this this build up really happened quite quickly. Quite worrying. See, I've missed I misunderstood this uh this item. I thought you were going to be criticising like bleaching kits and all that kind of stuff. You're oh just, yeah, you can't talk about a, a bit of plaque, really. Yeah, yeah, we don't need bleaching kit. What do you need that for? Well, Brush like, your teeth properly. You don't need bleach. Do you have a bleaching kit? You got very white no, teeth. No, but the thing is, I thought that's what we were going to be talking about here. We're not. We're talking about your plaque. Yeah, just in general. But I mean, but you know, like the risks of doing home dentistry. You know, like you know, trying to pull that out is half a chance you'll pull a tooth away with it. You know, if other people have done this in the past, you know, if they pulled, you know, like mucked about with their teeth and the tooth dropped out, and they've given themselves a cavity and. Well, teeth are today. constantly moving. That's the thing. Uh, and, yeah, and they respond to facial ticks if you if you're biting your bottom lip. Uh, so on if you chew gum your teeth are always moving people who get their teeth straightened uh, what I never knew is their back the back of the teeth particularly I think it tends to be the bottom teeth will be remain wired for life all oh, right because those teeth are prone to, to constantly realign themselves and also if you if you um, grind your teeth as well you know I'll get do stressed that. out yeah, yeah. I, I do that really badly sometimes it's yeah, uh, the guy the dentist told me that yeah but no but, so have you ever done any home dentistry on yourself Daniel uh I no I had a mouth guard because because of, I was so stressed that I was I mean it, it became a problem probably uh one of the biggest the mouth basically gives away a lot of secrets doesn't it yeah and yeah. it was a few weeks I may have told this story before a few weeks after my mum had passed away I'd gone to a King's College uh dental hospital and taken to see the professor there and he basically said um, uh, until you tell us what's happened what massive trauma has just occurred in your life we're not going to be doing anything with you really yeah um, he, he said because it would probably involve having to go and see someone because otherwise you know a counsellor yeah otherwise yeah. every whatever we do whatever mouth guard we give you such and such a thing it's not going to work because of, you know you're going to be going to bed and you're going to be sort of having these nightmares and just continuing to grind, grind your teeth grind your teeth yeah um, but amazing. yeah no I think uh so you, uh, why don't you just go to the dentist? I think I left hygienist. I think I left her, yeah, but I don't. But the time you go there, they, the thing is, you go there, they, the hygienist is fine, really. But then the dentist wants to get involved, doesn't he? And then he was like having a poke about. Yeah, they said, well, well, they want to got to make their money. Money, they? exactly. And I know for a fact there's nothing at the moment. There is nothing wrong with my teeth because of someone else has had a look, which I can't go into at the moment. Bit of backstreet dentistry. I can't tell you about that, right? But. That's fine, but I know for a fact the dentist will want to get me in and have a checkup, blah, blah, blah. I'll be 150 quid short after he's seen it. You know what I mean? And hygienist will be, what, 60 quid? Whatever it is. So it's going to be a lot of dough. The way I had read this was, uh, we're talking about self-dentistry. I thought it was going to be, you know, going on about people, you know, bleaching their teeth, so on. Uh, and, and for me, uh, that aspect of self-dentistry 
continues this pattern we're seeing over the last sort of 10 15 years where we're changing as people and yeah. we got the you know people going around with gym honed bodies now that yeah, they yeah. didn't have when we were kids no. um uh you know women going around with you know nails long nails long nail, like talons, nails yeah. yeah um and also you know the bleach teeth uh, it's like people are trying to replicate what they're seeing on tv aren't they yeah and it's all like we're, we're kind of looking less natural yeah i suppose with the bleach teeth if you can, you know, if you've got one of them sunny dispositions, and you've got your teeth a little bit, you know, like a bit darker than they should be, then yeah, get them done. But you get someone like me, but get it done properly. If though, you're, I'm, I'm going to sound quite sexy. If you're a woman, yeah, yeah, it enhances your look. Get it done. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. If you're a bloke, it looks a bit wanky. It does. There is a difference. It does. But also, I just think if you're going to do something like that, it's. I would rather get it done professionally than some some home bleaching. Yeah, I've, I've 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 worked with people and I've seen their teeth and they've bleached them, but they've got this weird transparent look. Yeah, and yeah. it just doesn't look right. It looks like something has gone wrong. They've either worn whatever they've needed to wear or apply far longer than they should have. Yeah, and right. It's yeah, just so completely at odds yeah. with the pallor of their skin, skin and it just yeah, looks that's what ridiculous. I'm saying. At least with a dentist, you'll do it properly and it'll match it to the right tone that you need. Hmm. But uh, also, have you ever done? Have you ever fancy doing a thing where you pull a tooth out by using the door, slam the door, no, no. tie a bit of string? I'd love to have a go. At that. that was two rivers uh, removed uh, one of his skin tags a few months back. That's right, like he did. That. Didn't he? he did. But if you actually go online, it does recommend you can save doctors time by by removing your skin tags like that. Really? Yeah. And I do that. You know, I've had friends when we were kids. I think uh, who would have a tooth pulled out just as you suggested. Yeah, I'd love to. Have it. I'd love to have a crack at that. It'd be great. I don't, I'm not sure either of your items have worked tonight. I think uh, they both have. I think they've both been interesting <laughs> and informative and uh, funny-ish. Nick MB emailed in, Hi PDHM, my only experiment in self-dentistry was at the age of eight when I managed to take the outer corners off my front teeth by chewing a brick at school while it was still part of a wall. Oh. My mother didn't seem overly impressed, so have avoided it since then. I still have a weirdly rounded line to my front teeth to this very day. Oh, so they sort of go up like that. Blimey, wow, that is... Uh, oh, that is how old was you when you done that? Eight. Eight, yeah, it's not standing, wasn't it? Sucking a bit of concrete. Oh, no, no, thank you. Oh. Oh. More rhinoplasty than GCSEs. Show 54, please don't hug me. Um, Another item we've kind of touched on in the past, Mick... Um, you sound we're repeating ourselves, Dave. Well, I'm guilty of it here, perhaps. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I continue to be curious because, for example, we're on, you know, we're on Twitter. Not did, so you much, miss a, did you miss a word out in front of the curious? No, I didn't. Oh, well, right. I'm just saying. Right. You know, for example, we're on Twitter. It's very different to Facebook. You know, the, the cliche about Twitter is you're actually in contact with people that you don't know, but that you actually do like. And Facebook yeah. is just it's the way yeah. yeah. Um But, you know, at some point, some of those people, as we get older, are going to start disappearing. Something is going to happen to them. Can you? I don't need to see your biceps. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Wobbling. Flexing. Flexing. That's the one. Right. Wobbling. Go on. Um, so, you know, we live, we're living in a digital age. It's, we're making it harder for ourselves to... There's more for us to leave behind, basically. You know, yep. 20 years ago, we'd have just had to be sort of shredding paperwork, burning paperwork, whatever. Now we've got email accounts to shut down, Twitter accounts to shut down, Facebook yep. accounts to shut down. Well, um, yeah, you've got a, there's a whole um, whole load of electronic lies that could be uh, finding you out. Well, in terms, I'm just wondering, at what point do you start shutting these things down? Uh, do you wait until you feel yourself really slowing down before you start deleting things? Do you start shutting things down while you're still relatively sprightly? Nah. What is what is the plan? Or do you just leave a load of carnage behind for your leave, family to do? Yeah, leave carnage. 
Leave carnage and let them find out stuff that they they shouldn't know, but they will, they'll find out about you. Well, would you be comfortable with people finding this stuff out? No, what you do, no, this, it is a way, there is a way around this, Daniel. There's quite a simple solution to this, isn't there? You just do um, X amount of letters to your loved ones and say, look, no matter what you hear about me, read about me, yeah. this what, is... This what is, pictures you see about what me. What your pictures you see of me, yeah, exactly. This is the truth. <laughs> this is how it is. Believe it or believe it not, and end the story. And that's the way to do it. And then yeah. just leave the rest. Don't worry about it. Because one day, yeah. well, you just keel over a heart attack. You ain't going to time to shut down any emails, etc., <laughs> and all that stuff. So you just do that. Leave yeah. it. Hit. Say to yourself, once I get to fifty-five, I'm going to write all these no- notes down, and that is it. And, and if you need to add stuff as you go, older, you do it. And if you don't, you don't. And those shots of your private. How would you explain those to your family? Uh, what the ones all... that you said where the bend is right. Yeah, the bend. The, the yeah, yeah, rest, yeah, rest fine. That's all about. That's just about. That was artistic. <laughs> Just gotta get the, you know, gotta get the bend right now. Yeah, it's artistic. It's just artistic. And then they'll be fine with that. They'll be fine with it, especially the boys, because they'll be thinking, yeah, good on Dad. Good on Dad for getting his todger out and uh, entertaining people. <laughs> Texting that picture. Yeah, have a look at that one. Woohoo. I've had to uh, delete a dead person's email accounts. It is a very strange feeling. You have to click on emails. Seriously, you have to let people know what happened. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's you know the email account of someone who's basically lived an honest life and everything is in that email account and mm. whether it's uh, uh, job subscriptions uh, you know but but bookies mm. book online bookies in this case um, you have to check on every uh, click on every email shut things down unsubscribe from things uh, work colleagues getting in touch why haven't I heard from you blah yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. Uh, and sometimes, obviously, you're worried what you might be clicking on because you might be clicking on some very private correspondence yeah. uh, and it was a it was, a, it was a strange experience, a sad experience. Well, it's, yeah, it's and like, it was like looking, just like having a ghost in front of you, basically. Yeah, yeah, well, um, see, yeah it's, it's, it's like, yeah, look, I mean, you're looking in the mirror. Mm. Like, yeah, being that person for X amount of time you're on the computer. Yeah, you, you, I mean, would you stagger stuff like the, the shredding? You wouldn't want to suddenly alarm your family waking up on a Sunday morning to decide, decide no. to shred everything. I, see, I'm not that worried, Dan. At the end of the day, you're going to get to a phase where you won't... I've, well, a stage, sorry, not a phase. A stage where you won't give a toss. You're mm. like 72, 73. You'd be like, so what? Read it. You know what I mean? As long as your financial affairs are, are secreted away. Yeah, those are the things I don't really care about. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The other stuff, I don't matter. Like, yeah, read what you want about me. Part time, like, once you get to that age, what's there less to worry about? Nothing. Nick MB uh, emailed in, I haven't yet started preparing for the end beyond the obvious occasional wiping of my internet history, but that's a form of record cleansing that has to be ongoing, really. Uh, Neil from Ireland, a presenter of the Into Your Head podcast. I, I do like this one. I'm, this kind of really tapped into my curiosity about this whole thing. Uh, Neil uh, wrote, well, if you're slightly OCD like me, you do it age 36. Recently, I set up a blog post that will publish itself if there is a couple of months inactivity on my website. I move the publish date forward manually on a regular basis, and right now it's scheduled for September the 1st. 2012. It's a humorous post noting that I appear to be either deceased or comatose and asking fans of my work to help preserve it. Is this, maybe it's a guy thing. Um, maybe, women, maybe women are too preoccupied, obviously, with bringing up kids and That's so on. very I don't know. sexist comment, can you? Dare you? <laughs> Straight in for the jugular there, yeah, won't you? Yeah, women kind, yeah, yeah, stand yeah, firm, yeah. sisters. Uh, do you think women think like this? Nah, I think, you know what it is, I think with us, we, we're predisposed, I think, to die that bit earlier and I just get the feeling we we haven't got as much to think about as ladies. <laughs> so it comes down to they've got other stuff doing going on that we just haven't got, and we're too self-absorbed. Whereas they, I think, in general, women are more giving. Be it, be it their mother, be it a friend, whatever. We're just wrapped up in ourselves, and that's why we're worried about 
not stupid things like this, but things like this, which are stupid. Pete, uh, Pete emailed in. Who are you two? Betty and Beryl. Who are Pet- Betty and Beryl? Is that? Uh, Betty and Beryl. Betty and Beryl. I was thinking. I was thinking of uh, Flintstones. No, don't know. Yeah, you're both forty. For God's sake, uh, continues Pete. Seventy. That's fair enough. But forty. And what affairs do you need to settle? Daniel will be, uh, bequeath his value range spices and nectar points to a grateful <laughs> nation, and Mickey will leave his taxi to his son and heir for when he passes his driving test and the knowledge. This is like Wolves or Bolton parking the bus in the Premiership. Let's see a more positive attitude to life. Yeah, in the very good. Half. Here, here. I believe in that. I think he's right. He's bang on the money there. We're happy to hear more on this uh, next week. If anyone's got any uh, thoughts on this, how you're playing it, but uh, particularly, I'd like to hear from women on this. Do they yeah, think like yeah, us? Yeah, you know, yeah, any female yeah. listeners, get in touch. Email us uh, pdhm at uh, westegg1607.co.uk. I'm not even sure if that email address is right now. Uh, give it. <laughs> let me read it out. Twitter. Don't find uh, it. Don't please find don't it. hug me. Actually, I did want to. I do think. Uh, we've got some books over there. I do think well, you should do a bit of reading before we go tonight. Yeah, Maybe fine. A yeah, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Go and grab yourself a book from okay. over there. And we'll just you, okay. get you reading a bit at I'll the end of the show. Just, just as I introduce your favourite bit of the show. All right, yes. Uh, we're coming up now to Mick's favourite part of the show. Uh, well, I'm about to ask him how this works, and he's, he, he, he's gone now. He's, he's hobbling away in a pair of uh, really bad socks. Okay, he's got himself a book. He's Sorry. coming back. You're going to take a seat. Do you know how much these socks cost? How much did they cost? Because they look really girly. Thirteen pounds. Thirteen pounds. Yeah. How many do you get for thirteen pounds? One pair. For, they're padded. Okay. They're very nice. They're, these are red. The green ones are meant to be very sexy, apparently. And then, yeah, they're, they're red and they're padded and they're they're, they're lovely. And uh, what, I, I'm what, running them normally. What book I, have you got there? I have got um, Jack Kerouac on the road. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. That was given to me. Yeah, what was with the Alan Partridge hands? I'm just not not a big Hello? not a big fan of that book. Do you want to just read any paragraph from there then? Are you sure that was given to you? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not a big fan of. Let's the, have a look. What's written? Stuff. Let's have a look in the front. Uh, to Bob, lots of love, Daniel. <laughs> so you giving it to Bob, and he's giving it back to you. Just read a paragraph. All right, everyone. All right, here we go. Page 119. No, it's sad, and I don't like it. Then Mary Lou began making love to me. She said Dean was sorry. She said Dean was going to stay with Camille, and she wanted me to go with her. Come back to San Francisco with us. We'll live together. I'll be a good girl for you. But I knew Dean loved Mary Lou, and I also knew Mary Lou was doing this to make Lucille jealous, and I wanted nothing to nothing of it. I can't stand reading of it. Still and all, I licked my lips for the luscious blonde. When Lucille saw Mary Lou pushing me into the corners and giving me the word and forcing, forcing what? Forcing kisses. This is is painful, isn't it? Uh, On me, she accepted Dean's invitation to go out in the car. Okay, I I was hoping that we could maybe build up towards uh, persuading the lovely William Stafford for you to read a chunk of his... uh, one yeah. of his books. I I think you might have killed that idea I think I might have. To be fair, though, one, one, one thing I will say... The light in here is very poor. It is poor at yeah. the moment, admittedly. And let's be honest, people, when you read in your head, it flows, doesn't it? But when you've got an audience, even though it's just poor Daniel there with his big Easter Island head, it's it's difficult. And I was quite nervous. Ask uh, ask Boydie now. Uh, explain how... Uh, oh, it's Boydie! So explain yes. how it works, mate. What, right, what, basically, what you contact me via Twitter. Put the hashtag... Your acolytes contact you. No, my fellow brothers and sisters out there in the world of Twitter, if they can put an hashtag, ask Boydie on the hashtag, 
uh, A-S-K-B-O-Y-D-I-E, uh, address it to me, at Boyley71 or at Please Don't Hug Me, and we'll put it in the, into the um, podcast and I will answer it as honestly and as openly as I can. And they can ask you anything, basically. Anything they want and I will answer it honestly. And Daniel knows I'm being brutally honest with some of these answers. And uh, we're kicking off this week with uh, Al Simone, Miss Ella Simone. Uh, she says, uh, I think she's still in Greece at the moment, isn't she? Yeah, yeah I've got a postcard. Raising hell day. In, yeah. in Greece. <laughs> yeah, send me a postcard. Uh, I'm scared of Battersea Power Station. My friend is scared of post offices. Are you scared of any inanimate objects? Mm, am I scared of any? Uh, I, when I was, as a child, I used to be scared of dinosaurs up at Crystal Palace Park. Joe Ryan's that were up there for the oh, Great yeah. Exhibition. Yeah, are they yeah. still there? I think they are, yeah. But they, they used to frighten me. So, yeah, that, they, but not now. There's nothing that frightens me now. But that, as a child, that's what used to frighten me. And the stink of the flamingos in the park up there. Do you remember in the zoo thing? The, the flamingos were up there yeah, as well. Yeah, they stunk, didn't they? Uh, Colin, the Crimson Avenger, um, with your cast iron constitution, would you risk a sausage from a Russian mobile hot dog seller in Hyde Park? Yeah, you have to give it a go, wouldn't you? As long as you had like a lavatory nearby-ish. But yeah, I'd give it a go. Yeah, would you? Probably not. What a surprise. I, well, the thing about burger vans in parks and seaside resorts and that, why, the, why is the meat so bad? Why is it so different to any other burger that you buy? Because it's not been in the freezer. <laughs> it's been left out and just it's for days on end. Do you remember Nine Elms Market? Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the burgers there. Do you remember that guy? I think his name was Mick as well. Uh, he used to run a burger van right outside our school around the back of the farm by the farm the city farm oh right yeah, remember yeah. we used to go there and the meat was bloody awful and they're always chunky really chunky burgers but the yeah. meat is yeah low not, quality yeah that's all this that's all it comes down cheap and cheerful that's it buy it low sell it high blah 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 the lovely William Stafford, copyright Mickey Boyd. Thank you. Um, what special skill do you have that should be elevated to an Olympic sport? Uh, what special skill do I have? Uh, I don't know, really. I, don't know. I haven't really got none, to be honest. Quite sad, really. <laughs> it's boring. Yeah, well, I haven't got none. I haven't got yeah, none, none that I can actually broadcast. What anyway. about what about that flexing that you were just doing? Though? Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that, would you? I don't mm. enough muscles there to flex that. I, um, I was going to say. Yeah, I think in the past, I suppose there's one thing I'm very good at that I can't say. In the, in um, did in you the, have to do uh, that? Did, did you have to show me what that was? Yeah, well, I'm very good at that, but that's about yeah. So that's what it would be. Uh, Callum, uh, what do you think when taxi passengers ask you the standard questions? Are you busy? How long are you working tonight? As in, does it make you sigh a bit, or are you okay with the same lines of chat each time? It's like anything. It's it's a two-way street, Callum. You know, you think they ask me that, and I've got my own little preset conversations as well. So I get it. I understand why they say it, and it's just they've been polite, and I'm being polite back. And there's no drama. You know, and like I say, you've got you know different people. You have different set conversations almost. You know, I can almost tell you how the conversation will go. Finally this week, uh, Billy Two Rivers Nine, the uh, Nottingham Fire Warden, uh, the broken genius of the East Midlands. He's um, been on the lash this time. Apparently. He has, he yeah. has. Uh, his, 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 his tweets were... were, were uh, I think, yeah, I've, I've had to edit one. Um, actually, which I will be in next week's show. But uh, yeah, he's certainly been drinking at lunchtime Yeah, today. definitely. Yeah. Uh, there were only two dance troupes uh, that mattered in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, namely Pan's People, Legs & Co. I'm, I'm confused by this Legs & Co, but when I Google Pan's People, who I remember, that Legs & Co does come up. Was that oh, a right. reference to one of the dancers or something? I haven't got a clue. Uh, so he says, namely Pan's People and Hot Gossip. Which troupe 
did you prefer the and hot why? gossip they're the ones i remember hot gossip i've got a connection to hot gossip actually all oh, right um, did that hot gossip were they not on kenny everett's show as well I don't know, but I, they came after Pan's people, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they were more our sort of like when we were like eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's why. That's the reason I like them. Pan's people, I think, before us. Just slightly, yeah. Yeah, I've got no no recollection of them at all. Two Rivers says, for the record, I preferred Pan's people, and my favourite uh, member was Sue Menenhick. Yeah, it's Menenhick. Menenhick, yeah. yeah, yeah. Menenhick, yeah. He tweeted a picture of her, you know, very yeah, attractive. Yeah, like, very lovely. Woman. I bet she's not so lovely now, bless her. I remember Pan's people, I think, were a bit more graceful. They would wear, like, I remember the women would wear flowy. dresses with, with, yeah, splits down the side and that, but Hot Gossip were a bit more, yeah. I don't know, modern dance, maybe. Yeah, a bit tighter. But, a bit, yeah, sort of splits down the side, a bit flowy, a bit like what you got on there, then. Yeah. yeah very nice. A bit like that. So you, you, you lean more towards the Hot Gossip. Yeah, cause, only because of, like, memory, to be honest. I used to work for uh, Leslie Ash and Debbie Ash's mum. Oh, Clapham. you've mentioned that. Many yeah, times I, 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 yeah. yeah, lovely. Yeah. Usually in connection to Leslie Ash cat size, but this is an opportunity to say yes, Debbie Ash. She was I, in. She was there, and and one of her hot gossip wigs. I kid you not, was always in the back of the warehouse. All oh, right, and yeah. obviously we'd all take turns wearing it. Oh yeah. Uh, which, would you have a, yeah, what else would you do while you wore it, Daniel? <laughs> what else? Come on, tell me. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. You know I what? I'm, I was I was expecting more for myself with that anecdote. There's not really an anecdote there, is no, there? No. Apart from you want to start saying about when you wore the Manalo Blanick shoes and. <laughs> The tight-fitting leather skirt and walked up and down with your meat and two veg dangling there, <laughs> dangling from the bottom of the skirt. But go on. That's the end of uh, Ask Boydie this week. Tweet your questions to at uh, Boydie71. Um, if, you're, if you're wondering where your other questions went, we're trying to limit them to one question per listener each show. So, uh, and we'd love to hear uh, from... I'm, I'm fighting I'm fighting him on this one. I'm you're fighting, fighting him. on this I'm, one because you've you hardly got any bloody I'm on your Boydie side, brothers and sisters. I appreciate the ones you asked me. And you know, if he wants to censor it, you know... He's like the dictator that he is. Ahead of next week's uh, show 55, something for you to mull over and get in touch about. Um, how do you build a good home life? A home that you're happy being in. What's the starting point? What are you shaking your head for? What do you mean? Uh, how do you, how do how you do basically you do set up a home that you're, you're happy to spend time in? It's organic, isn't it? It happens. It just oh, happens. I want to hear from listeners Okay, fair enough. Well, there's you know? that article done. <laughs> I've just <laughs> on it from a great height. <laughs> You've made a number of toilet references tonight. Yeah. What is wrong with you? You know I have to edit that now. You don't. I do. It's not. It's not an official swear word, is it? That's it for this. Actually, I, 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 I'll finish on a story here. Which oh, I right, tweeted yeah. the other night on a bus. Yeah, go on the Ronnie Corbett, the Ronnie Corbett of podcasting <laughs> that you are. I get on a bus from Ballam. Gig gets cancelled. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm happy to walk from Ballam all the way through to Stockholm, but Clapham's there. I don't want to walk through Clapham. I can't stand Clapham. Get on a 155 from Clapham South, just past our old school. I'm on the bus, lower deck, sitting at the back. Girl comes on the bus. <laughs> she says, uh, she looks at the seat. She, uh, she stepped on my foot first. Yeah. And oh, it was the bad foot. So I kind of w- winced a bit. She looks at me. She says, oh, sorry. She goes, uh, and then she says, uh, oh, I don't want to sit there. It looks like someone's themselves <laughs> and I just thought, you know what this is not even if i was with this woman for five years i never want to hear a woman talk like that to me you know oh, bless. and uh i pretended i hadn't heard anything and then she yeah. just said it again yeah uh, and at which point everyone starts looking no, yeah. it was just a it was a it was a bad moment really yeah, bad yeah. moment how and can if... you talk like that why why, yeah. why have your makeup on your fingernails all done your hair scraped back if that's what's going to come out of your mouth yeah it's a fair point but you do live in this 1950s world where women are so pristine yeah and proper yeah yeah, yeah it kills not, me it's gonna it's be not a like big, big big obstacle towards getting in a relationship yes it's, and time's uh, running out daniel it is <laughs> yeah it is. you're gonna have to take what you're given mate i think i might just wait till my final years where i don't care as you alluded to 
early. We we get to an age where we don't care. Don't but, care. That's it. But it's in got... between, you know, right now I do yeah. care. It's going to be so liberating, though, isn't it? <laughs> that's it for this week uh, retweet our links uh, recommend us to a friend please donate something in support of the show uh, get in touch with us via email pdhm at westegg 1607.co.uk what's our twitter Mick it's at uh, oh at please don't hug me uh, like the uh, Facebook page too uh, you're back on the meet now just to confirm Mick yep back. yep chicken tandoori from the Sainsbury's up the road on uh, Wandsworth Road I'll be tucking it out in a moment I hope you all have a good week. We'll be back next week for the third of our four specials. This is SW8. We're growing old and we don't like it. Playing us out now, as always, Keyboard Choir with Toy Town. Bye-bye.